Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. You're listening to Profoundish. Today, my co-host Weston and I will be talking about our New Year's resolutions and goals creatively and personally. And to keep it a little interesting, we'll both be giving each other a creative challenge to complete by the end of 2023. All right, let's get into it. This is Profoundish. Everybody, thank you for listening to Profoundish. Just a couple of guys, a couple of friends, talking, chatting, playing games, and enjoying the new year. My name's Alex. What's your name? Two wild and crazy guys. My name's Weston. Two two (laughs) wild and crazy guys. Oh, that old SNL skit? I don't even know 100% whether or not I've seen the skit. Well, you know the the reference at least. Like that's I think I think the reference, and then I think maybe a Family Guy bit. Like I think I've picked up on it from the ether. I don't know if I've actually ever seen the SNL skit. Well, I would believe it with Family Guy because one thing about Family Guy, I can't remember who said this, but it was something along the lines of Family Guy. All Family Guy really does is just take other people's like things and turn them into jokes, or they'll take existing jokes and just make them jokes again. Yeah, they like just Family bas- Guy has like no original jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, basically, that's but it, it works. They just steal everything. But it works. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, observational humor, right? I mean, it 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 works for a reason. Hey, Weston, I have a uh, I got a question for you. I'm really curious your answer. Um, okay. So. You know, you stink a little bit, right? You put on deodorant, right? You use deodorant. <laughs> That's a way to open that question. So, hey, you stink a little bit. Right? You guys stink a little. I wear deodorant, and I have a cologne, yeah. Okay, sure. Um, now, you know, if you, don't, if you don't wear your cologne or your deodorant, or, you know, maybe you're lounging around the house or something, you know, you, you, after, after some time, maybe the end of the day, whatever, you, you, you stink a little bit, right? At least, you know, you, you notice it's not there. The deodorant's not there, right? Usually not too bad. I'm not a big sweater, so usually not really, okay. unless it's like hot or something. Well, okay, I was hoping you'd say you'd stink a little bit. <laughs> um, maybe I'm just gross. <laughs> no, 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 it's just I don't sweat a lot, so like not really. But yeah, yeah. no, there's there, no what you said was correct. If I don't wear deodorant or whatever, there's a difference. You can tell. Right, absolutely. Well, all I was going to say was, I don't know how often you do this, but sometimes when, when you rush out the door, you forget the essentials and today for me <laughs> that was the essential that i forgot so i went to work today and um now my work the, what i do for my day job is not you know intensive labor i just sit in an office but you know you, you sit there long enough and i'm starting to smell the something and i don't know what it was because i always put on deodorant and I'm just going what is that smell i thought you know, is it, is it is it somebody that you know we have a we're connected to a shop where we manufacture a bunch of products and stuff? So I thought maybe it's one of the guys working out in the shop and walking up here and it kind of stinks. So like I'm blaming everybody else except me. <laughs> and then I come home right before we record this that I I realize because what I came home for a quick second and I just laid down very quickly on my bed. I was just looking at my phone. I haven't really looked at it much today. And then I looked at it and I thought, God! It. And then I realized it was me. It was me the whole time. <laughs> I was the culprit. So I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Um, 
not i mean so like <laughs> well see the thing is where i work if you start getting a stank you get that sandwich shop stank you know what i mean like no matter yeah. what i do i am permanently permeated with like breads and meat and like onion and just like that kind of smell and that masks everything I, like i think i think if i if you just sniffed my skin my flesh i think i'm half sandwich at this point so oh i love the smell of subway and that being said though i love the smell of subway also asterisk my sense of smell is terrible (laughs) so so i mean i can always you know claim so much well yeah you were just talking about um this new uh kind of desk thing you're 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 working on and it uh it might have some smells to it apparently but you don't smell it at all yeah, it's a it's a used desk I picked up, which is really nice because I got it. Actually, I got it for free, but um, the old owner didn't want it anymore because it's supposed to still apparently smell a little bit like smoke. I don't smell anything, so because um, it was from a fire damage in the desk, it was the owner didn't want it, so I took it. It's fine as far as I can tell. So far. <laughs> I'm excited to put it to put it to use. I'm just waiting to like you know next time we have a guest over or, like. You know, your your brother comes into something. <laughs> it's gonna be God. What's that smell? It smells like something's burning in here. Like, and I have no idea. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know because uh, <laughs> my brother is the one that helped move it in, and he doesn't smell anything either with it. So maybe, maybe it's just in your blood, though. Maybe none of you guys can smell. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we have nose blindness to smoke. Maybe I don't. Actually, I mean, I don't think this is true, but like. My uh, dad, when my brother and I were kids, my dad was a volunteer firefighter. So maybe, maybe we burned oh. the sense of the, the sense of smoke <laughs> and fire right out of our senses. I don't know. That very well could be it. Um, but anyway, I just want to bring that up because, yeah, I just you know I I, I experienced that today, and it, it's just. But listen, this year is going to be a year of good smells and not forgetting deodorant, right? This is the year of good smells, is it? Are you picking up incense sticks? More candles? Little uh, uh, scentsies just everywhere in the house? <laughs> you know, I do, love, I do love the candles. I actually told you I'd get some in- incense little stick things. I haven't done that yet. I, I need to. Because I, I said I'd report back, and I haven't. Yeah, I was that thinking was about ago. that. Yeah, that was one of the early episodes. You're like, I'll report back. And I was thinking about that uh, actually a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh, maybe I listened to that episode or something. And I was like, he never reported back. Hmm. I never reported. And listen, you know, that, that that's actually kind of in theme with what we're going to be talking about today, entering the new year, kind of committing, right? That, you know, commitment, um, goals, resolutions. And I'm actually really excited to talk to you about this. Because, well, we kind of have it planned out a little bit for the for the second half of the show, um, where we're going to be kind of talking about our resolutions and goals for our creative work. Yeah. Um, maybe just kind of our overall thoughts um, about setting resolutions and goals, and also kind of in our personal lives, too, a little bit. Anything we're kind of willing to share um, in front of everybody and sending it out into the world, so... Because for everyone yeah, that's I mean, uh, not aware, it is New Year's, so it's a new year. It's yeah. time to set some goals and resolutions and such. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it. And I actually um, was thinking about it before recording, and I actually had quite a bit of notes I put down. Just, it was a great, it was a great way for me to do it, and I'm kind of glad that I did, because I usually don't, like, I, I mean, I have my to-do list and things like that, but I usually don't write things down, and so many people say writing things down is... Uh, at least people have said that it's really helpful just to see it, 
you know, like a tangible thing at, you know, do this, right? That can, that can really be helpful. And it, it looks like it'd be helpful to me. Like, I'm going to keep my notes after this podcast. <laughs> so that's what um, they say. Like writing it down makes it real. And yet definitely keeping yeah. it after the podcast would be more helpful. Uh, one of my issues I've had in the past is I make a uh, resolutions list in a just a notepad document and it stays on my computer and then I never look at it. And then right. I forget about it. And then eventually, uh, like, I go back to it months later. Like, it'll be, you know, August or whatever. It'll be like the year is almost over. Like, oh, my God, there's this document in my notes folder. Oh, look, it's the resolutions I'd say I'd have accomplished. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. It's it's because at the, at the end of the day, you can have the best intentions, but you still need to, like, you still have to put an effort, right? You can write something down, but you still have to tell yourself to look at that paper or look at the notepad on your computer, right? There's still an, you know, there's an accountability factor on yourself. Um, there really that's is. Actually, that's actually something I wrote down um, is kind of, I have, I even have my notes divided out uh, into Ooh. like miscellaneous thoughts, personal goals, creative goals, podcast goals and stuff. And it, this is under my miscellaneous thoughts about setting goals, which is one lesson that I learned, because I've always been a big like, at least I used to be really big with the New Year's specific resolutions. And I'm still a big fan of setting resolutions, regardless of the time of the year that it is. And um, and I understand why New Year's is just it's so convenient. It's perfect. Let's start now. Let's keep it going. And yeah, it's the season of refresh. Right. It, it, it makes sense. It's a new year, new calendar year. But one thing that I learned, because I noticed that I would set all these resolutions and I'd be really excited about it. And as most people would probably say, you know, most of them go by the wayside by March or whatever the month may be. And I think this is like a, this is a lesson I taught myself, which was learning how to set goals for you that work for you. Yeah. You know, because like setting realistic goals that make sense for you, you know, it may... And just within your means, I think you have to know yourself and really be honest with yourself. And that can be hard. I like um, there was last year when I was making my resolutions, which actually I wonder if I can still find my last year's resolutions. They're somewhere in my in my computer. But last year I, I split up a few of my resolutions between what I thought were um, like uh, attainable goals. I hate to use the word attainable, but that's all I can think of attainable goals. And then like like stretch goals, like, you know, dream goals. goals. Like, you know, if I could go beyond that, it's like a secondary level. Like, you know, if I wanted to be able to do, I don't know, like if I, I I had some kind of um, exercise goal. So if I wanted to be able to run, I don't know, a 30 minute, three miles run or something. I I don't remember what the resolution was exactly. That would be like the attainable one to be able to run three miles in 30 minutes or whatever. And then the like extra stretch bonus would be like trying to be able to run three miles in 25 minutes or whatever the case might be you know doing less time or be able to go further whatever the case might be that's the way i did it last year i split up a bunch of my goals between what i thought were reasonable kind of what you were saying like managing your expectations of yourself and then the other one was like the shoot for the moon one right and and if you keep your expectations in check throughout that process you're not going to feel bad if you can't hit that stretch goal right because you know you you did your best and and if you did your best it's very likely that you did you know, obtain your, um, your standard goal. So, cause it's so easy to put your head in the clouds and go, you know, I'm going to be, I want to be jacked in six months or, or <laughs> right. whatever. Right. 
you know, I mean, it, and that's actually a, a good thing to probably bring up too in general is the physical stuff. That's a huge resolution and goal setting thing for every for so many people. Um, and it's how, like, what has your success rate been in the past? Not just last year, but I know you've used to document <laughs> your running a couple of years ago. I'm just yeah. curious, how has that been for you overall these last however many years it's been? And I'm glad I did that. That was, um, I think that was a result of a New Year's thing um, from a few years ago as well. The I'm going to start doing this like running vlog to hold myself accountable to doing this running thing where I was running every night because um, I would literally run at like 11 o'clock at night where I lived. And right. uh, I, God, that was actually, I started that like five plus years ago, like five, six years ago. Jeez, that was a long time ago I started that anyway. Uh, my success rate of physical stuff, not great, <laughs> yeah, but that sure. when I did that vlog was uh, the most successful it's been. I was at getting myself back in shape. I was seeing uh, progress and gains in terms of how uh, far I was, especially far. I was really focusing on um, distance more so than speed, but I was seeing um, definite improvements in that and my legs becoming stronger. I had... Um, an episode or several episodes of running that vlog complaining about like my knee, like just being in so much pain. This specifically one knee was in just in so much pain from running. Um, but you know, I powered through it cause yeah, I used to do sports and stuff. So I wasn't afraid of some pain from exercise. I knew what I was doing, but that was probably the most successful I'd been is when I started that vlog for about that first almost year. I wonder if the vlog itself was, kind of a, a real motivating factor because it kind of adds that accountability, you know? It did. I feel like that um, would probably I think, help. I think it was uh, two things. Uh, one, definitely that. I think having a vlog, having a creative thing to make alongside of it that I would feel guilty for not putting out. So I had to make that vlog or I feel guilty. Like, oh yeah, I didn't make this video. It's going to be very obvious I didn't go running. So I was kind of guilting myself into uh, running and trying to get into better shape in that way. Eventually, it ended up falling apart because I just no longer had the time to do the... That's what happened. I had no more time to actually do the vlog part. So when I didn't have time yeah. to make the video anymore, I stopped running. Even though I had the time to run, I just <laughs> right. didn't have the time for the video. So the video was really pushing me to do the running, which I would like to do um, again, except that where I live right now, it's more convenient to not like go running someplace. There's a um, fitness center. This is so backwards. There's a fitness center like where I live now. So it's actually way more convenient than ever before to just go over there and like do some running. But it's sure, not like yeah. interesting scenery to film. So I don't film it, which means I don't make videos about <laughs> right. it, which means I don't do it. Well, I know I rarely go to the fitness center. So it's this is such a backwards way to handle um, running. But I also think uh, the uh, second part of when I started running altogether, I was also using my running as sort of an escape in a lot of ways uh, for where I was in my headspace at the time. I, I, I really used it as a way to like clear my head get away from everything and and just um just be running for however long i'd be out at like outside in the middle of the night it was kind of a it's kind of like a almost like a meditation if you will well what a great escape honestly you know out of all the escapes that someone could take i really feel like getting outside not only are you running and and you know really doing good things with your body but you're also you know in a way kind of connecting with the outside. I want to get, just, you know, I, I, there's a lot of good, I think qualities in that. I want to get back into it. Like I want to do it again. I want to, I, I want to like sit down, and, like dedicate myself to doing it again. I really do. Maybe that's this year. Maybe that's a, 
I was going to ask, yeah. I, I haven't actually, you know, I didn't really sit down and like uh, put myself to it, but maybe I need to add that to my list for this year, like buckle down and this is the year that I start that back up again. I don't know. Do you well, have maybe any of those, you should, uh, and physical exercise uh, uh, resolutions? Well, see, that's, that's kind of what <clears throat> I was leading into was, so my first point I made earlier was set goals that you know that you're at least more likely to keep up with, you know, be, be reasonable with yourself. So actually, many years ago, I quit doing exercise resolutions because <laughs> I because you know yourself hate exercising. I know myself. It, it's so funny because, like, I can we might have touched on this before on the podcast, or maybe at least we have off the podcast, just you and me talking. But you know, there's there's two elements really to living a that that healthy life. At least the two big ones are a good diet and and exercise. Diet and exercise. Eat well. Exercise. And I can eat well till the cows come home. That's not a problem for me. <laughs> oh, that's a okay? problem for me. <laughs> and that's a problem for a lot of people. And for a lot of other people, like, you know, I know a lot of guys who can go to the gym. They're completely ripped, but they but then they'll smash down like four burgers. Like, you might look good, but trust me, your insides are screaming for help. And I want to eat be. a whole pizza right now. Like, that's I'm craving just a whole pizza. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I Like, really, the, literally. <laughs> before the record. Me too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's not like I like eating broccoli, okay? But I like broccoli. Um, I put broccoli on my pizza. I, that actually, I've had I that once it. twice. That is it's good. It's a the was it Pixar or is it just Disney that Inside Out movie? They have like a broccoli pizza or something like that. I'm like I would eat that. That actually does sound good because <laughs> I love cheesy broccoli in general. Ooh, yeah. That's really good. Um, but anyway, I, I I digress. So I for some reason though the gym and not even just the gym. The gym's the biggest no no for me. I don't like the gym. I've dabbled with working out at home because I I just really want to be active, just moving around, getting a little. I would like a little tone back in my body. Right now, I I call I call myself skinny fat. That's what I call it. <laughs> I I know what I'm, you mean. You know what I mean? Like I'm not by any means. I'm actually at my like I'm at the average weight for my height, but I'm just I'm still just kind of blech. <laughs> I'm still kind of a blob. So I I, I really would like to have some of that. Um, that tone back. But that being said, I always hated it working out no matter what. Steph loves going to the gym. I'd go with her. I still would hate it. And then I'd feel good afterwards to go, you know, this is what you got to do. You feel good afterwards. I'm like, that's great. I never want to do this again. <laughs> so th that's just, it's, it's hard to get past that, right? But that being said, I'm starting to think this isn't a goal that I can't hit, right? That's kind of going against my rule in a way. It's not that I can't achieve the goal. It's that I really just don't want to do it. But I know that I should, and I know that I'll feel better because any time that I do go through the stretches, and I'm sure that you've experienced this too when you were going through that stretch of you know almost a whole year of, of doing your consistent running and your vlogs and stuff, you just feel better. Like you just feel better. Like in every way, your you know your headspace gets a little better, your body feels good. Like this, there's I don't know. I think it brings a lot of benefits just to your everyday life, whether you really are paying attention to it or not. Because when you quit. I think you can notice it, at least in my experience. I think I agree, so, yeah, because for sure just, when I got into running, it was hard to get into, but there was definitely a a energizement, or that's not a word, but you know, some, some kind of thing that that was definitely doing to my brain, and I think it did me a lot of good that year that I was doing that, and then when I stopped, I felt really bad about it, and I, I had to deal with other 
other issues in life. I had, you know, just a bunch of things going on at the time. But I think, honestly, when I kind of stopped running, I kind of lost my sort of meditation, that thing that was grounding me, that thing that I could use to escape. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. It, if you can get into the groove, and it can be a little hard, but if you can get into it, it's really beneficial. Yeah. Well, and that's why, to circle back around, that is one of my personal um, kind of resolutions this year. I'm not putting any hard numbers down, but... I will know if I'm doing it or not. For me, the numbers don't really help for a lot of stuff, depending on what we're talking about. But for me, um, my goal is basically just to be outside and exercise. For me, it's probably going to be mainly running, um, just on a consistent basis, once, twice a week, just really get at it um, in some way or fashion, even if it's just a little bit, just to move around. I've noticed for me, it's pretty easy to um, have my weight fluctuate both more and less, and it's and it's easy for my body to change when I do exercise, which I do want. I do want to look a little bit better than I do now. So, I uh, that is uh, that is one of my personal kind of goals this year is just to be consistently outside working at or not working at, but like running and exercising and stuff. So, I think but, I'm gonna um, add that to mine too. I think what I, I think what would be reasonable. I want to run like one mile every other day as a resolution to get back into go. it. And then that leaves me room to like push myself to maybe by the end of the year, actually turn it into like every day I'm running one mile. It could be more, but I got to run a mile. You know what I mean? I like that. I think, I think that would be think, pretty good. You know, what's funny. I think for me, I'll probably end up entering that space and maybe being more specific with goals and stuff once I get used to it. But I'm so dreading it already that I just need to start first. Like for me, putting like numbers on it, even if it's, you know, even if it's, I want to run a quarter mile a week. For me, that sounds too stressful. I just need to start. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, that's... I hope it at least makes sense. I The hardest part of any exercise goal is, in fact, showing up, starting. That's yep. the hardest part. Oh, yeah. So if, if putting a number on it is what's terrifying you from starting, then don't put a number on it. You know what I mean? Because that's the yeah. hardest part is just starting just showing up like the gym like if you i hate gyms too but the hard part about people that want to go to a gym and work out and do i don't curls and squats and all that stuff the hardest part about going to the gym is going to the gym remember when we had the shopping episode i told you the hardest part about me going shopping is just getting up and going to the store (laughs) it's the same thing with gym it's that's the hardest part that's the biggest barrier right yeah it's it, it, it is um but yeah i'm glad you're putting that on your on your list too i think we can maybe kind of Hold each other accountable and just keep up with each other every once in a while and see how we're doing. Yeah, we should I hold like ourselves to, to our fitness goals. We'll check in on each other, see how we're doing. <laughs> hey, Alex, yeah, you swole I think yet? we should, really. <laughs> um, well, they have those apps. They have those apps like that you can, like, um, I don't know how it works, but when I had my gear, I don't have one anymore. I don't have any smartwatches. I got rid of them. But when I did have my gear, I had that the Gear S app on my phone. So, like, I could... And then, like, if other people had the gear um that you could and you're like friends with them on that app or whatever you could see what they did that week and stuff yeah which I thought was kind of cool uh when i started my vlog up and i was running um i think i i didn't have a smartwatch at the time but i think i used i think it was nike i think it was a, a nike running app or something like that and it, it just used your phone gps or whatever to track like how you're running or whatever and i think it had a friends yeah. connection thing i think for some people that'd be really helpful but yeah we'll keep up with you but um, I do have some more questions, though. What other goals do you kind of personally, um, not really with the, we'll, we'll stick, we'll wait for the YouTube and other creative stuff, but what other personal goals have you thought about um, for 2023? I want, um, there's a few goals that always pop up 
on my resolutions uh, every year, and then they always fall by the wayside. <laughs> but I want to uh, buckle down and uh, just something simple like Duolingo. It, it, that's what I plan on using right now. I want to buckle down, and Duolingo has this um, stories like section or whatever that helps you learn a language by like giving you little little short stories and you have to like answer questions fill in blanks write words or whatever and you, it's all in the language that you're learning and i want to complete uh, i don't know if that's uh, that's if that's considered easy or hard but what i want to do is i want to complete all of what i have available in stories in the spanish edition by the end of the year, hopefully, like all whatever the heck they even wow, have available, okay. I, whatever even exists to complete, which is a lot. It's there's a lot of them I've seen. I want to complete that by the end of the year because I've been studying Spanish for a very long time and um, I'm terrible at it. I can barely speak it. I read it okay at at a younger level, like not at my age level, but I can read it okay. But my speaking it and like understanding it and all that stuff, so my vocabulary is bad. I want to complete that and continue to practice my Spanish and um, be able to actually, I want to, uh, th we'll get into the creative stuff later, but just as that little extra bonus, that little challenge is be able to do an entire like YouTube episode in Spanish. That'd be awesome. That would be. Really I don't know cool. if I'll be able to do that challenge or not, but on my way to that, I want to do this Duolingo course all the way through. That's one of them. L language learning has always been, I've always been very interested in it, but I don't need mm -hmm. it in my day to day. So it always falls by the wayside. Sure. Once again, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, putting that in your face and just kind of remembering it. You know, like I said, it's, it's, it's a matter of, you have, to, you have to be a little forceful with yourself to do it, but it, it pays off, especially if that really interests you. Um, and plus, I mean, of all languages, Spanish, especially in the United States, that's a great language to know. So, it is. I mean, it, it makes sense. And luckily, I know at least you have, I know maybe not all of it is remembered and some of it is not the same kind of Spanish, of course, but um, you do have that background of taking Spanish courses in school. I know that. Oh, and that's been a, a huge help. It is just embarrassing that like I've studied Spanish for as long as I have and my, my speaking capability is next to zero. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> Did you take it all? Could you do four years in school? Oh yeah, high school. In, in I did all school? four years. Okay. In fact, I was Spanish student of the year um, in, in, uh, in, as a senior for my fourth year. Um, I think it was yeah. I think it was that one. I was Spanish because I think my junior year as English student of the year. Uh, I may have gotten them reversed. It might have been the other way around. But language is something I've been interested in, and I would like to study and learn German as well eventually. I don't know if I really want to make that a goal this year, though. That could be a side-passing interest, but for as much Spanish as I've dedicated, I'd really like to actually be good at it. You know, the, um, languages aren't... There's none of that on, on my uh, personal goals list, but I, I for some reason, I've always wanted to learn. It, it wouldn't be as practical, but I feel more connected to it, and I think it's just because it's my, I guess, my my background, but I would love to learn French. Um. I really do think it's just like a this, I guess like a heritage thing maybe or something yeah. like that. For those of you who may not know, I'm I'm actually much more French than you may think. Um, <laughs> my last name is obviously a huge indicator, but obviously French and Scottish are the two uh, big ones. But uh, but yeah, I've always wanted to do that, but I don't know. It's maybe down the road, not this year, but I don't know. It just sounds like it'd be fun. But what I wanted to bring up for me, I guess, um, this is kind of another. This could this could delve into a whole another conversation another time because of it could it's it's kind of a big statement and very vague but I kept it vague on purpose 
because once again, I know how to kind of communicate this to myself and hold myself accountable, which is uh, say yes to more opportunities as they come. Oh, it's yeah. Really, um, it's really easy for me, and maybe a lot of people who struggle with change and taking chances, they can probably agree. It's tough to say yes, even to things that sound really good for you and for your career or for just your life, whatever it may be. It can still be hard to say yes to things because, you know, the, the fear of the unknown, right? So um, this is a goal that I actually have set in the past. And I think each year it's slowly, I slowly get better at saying yes to things. So this is just another year of, I want to say yes to even more things, you know, because there's so many things um, that's easy to turn down that worst case scenario, you did something that wasn't the best thing for you, but you did it. You know, you <laughs> tried it. You tried the new thing. Maybe that was a bad way to word it, but I think you know what I mean. I do. Um, you tried it, you know, so that's on mine. I like that a lot because it's so easy to come up with excuses to not grab opportunities. Like something might come your way and you might be tired or you, maybe you're busy mm -hmm. or, you, you know, you've got... And there's always something going on to give you a reason to not not grab something. I feel like I've been there as well, where something kind of comes along. And I'm like, well, I don't have time right now. Maybe I can get to that later, but then later never comes, or you miss your opportunity. And right, being prepared to say yes, even even when you're not honestly prepared to. If you sit down, and you're like, am I prepared to do this? No. Am I going to say yes to this? Yes. That sounds absolutely exactly. terrifying. And I don't know if I have the guts to do that in uh, most situations, but I would respect that a lot because it puts yourself in positions that, again, like you said, might not be comfortable, but I mean, something really cool might come of it. I don't know. Well, exactly. Sometimes that dis sometimes it's good to be in that discomfort. They, you know, everyone says to, you know, you got to get out of the comfort zone. It's so easy to stay cozy in that little comfort zone. So, <laughs> and I always, one piece of motivation that I, uh, that I always give myself actually is, is the move, right? Because mm -hmm. I really wasn't ready to move. You know the story. I, I, there, was, there was some things that happened last minute before the move that really shook things, that kind of shook the ground a lot under my feet. And there was a lot less stability than there was originally planned to be when I moved. Yeah. And, but I kind of, I remember I told myself, and it's actually a, I'm a lyric in a song that will not be on my album, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a lyric in a song that I wrote. And it's basically, you know, I, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I made a promise to myself and I'm going to keep it. You know, like, I, I don't break promises. I'm going to keep this promise to myself. I'm going to do it. So somehow I just stuck to it and did it. And then I, I look back and go, I was not ready to do that. And I did it. And I'm so glad that I did. Like, that I just took the chance and did it. So that, knowing that I've done it before, helps me realize I can do this again for smaller things. Um, or at least things that may are, may seem smaller. So... Anyway, yeah, saying yes to more opportunities. I do want to say this one, too, because it kind of leads into the same thing. Yeah. And it's a little more specific, which is, and this kind of bleeds into creative stuff, too, so we can get maybe more into it in a minute. But then I want to hear anything else you might have. Sure. Which is, and I want to increase my professional slash freelance presence online. So this is all in, um, in my five-year plan to become my own boss. Basically, I'm working on a five-year goal. You know about this a little bit. I think it's I my do, first time I saying this it. out loud. Um, and it's it's true. I'm, I'm going to, I will get there within these five years. And the start really is having a more growth in the freelance space. And a lot of that is just putting myself out there. I haven't really done that yet. Um, and I'm planning on really kind of doing that this, uh, this year. My goal is to have at least 
six fairly big-sized projects in the year. So that's one every two months. These projects usually take a long time that I do. Um, so my goal is to pretty much have one every other month, roughly six by the end of the year. Um, I know, I, I know that it's possible. It's just, once again, it kind of leads back into the first part. It's, it's, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, you know, someone's asking for a video game soundtrack or, or whatever it may be, or podcast music, whatever it may be that, that I kind of, my expertise is in. It's, it's scary. You know, you're kind of working by yourself. And you may be working one-on-one with the the other person who's working on the other part of the project, but still, it's like, this is all on me, and what if they don't like what I made? You know, so there's there's a lot of fear in that, but I want to do it. <laughs> you so got to have gonna. that. You got to have that confidence to come in. Like, oh no, they're gonna like what I made. It's that uh, what's uh, men's warehouse, right? Like the you're gonna like the way you <laughs> yeah, look. Exactly. Alex, you can't. You're gonna like what you hear. You're gonna like what you hear. I like it. I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> you should. That um, should be your slogan when you pitch it to uh, clients. You're gonna, oh, it's so funny. When I'm actually talking to clients, the couple that I've talked to for the work I have done, it's so funny because I can hear myself speaking and I, and I know that I sound confident. Like I can play that game so well, but then deep down it's like, <laughs> just like me, please like me, please. please. You know, it's Don't so see funny. through the curtain. Because yeah, Steph, Steph will tell me all the time, you know, she'll say, it's so funny how you talk to people about your music. Cause it, it cause it like in general, like in public, you sound very confident, but then she knows, you know, the, the, the real me where I'm just, I'm just like, I hope somebody likes this. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, what other, uh, before we move on, what other goals do you kind of have just kind of personally? Um, a big one, uh, is uh my writing i want to get back into writing in a big way this is kind of gung-ho but i want to have written either a novel or something novel length by the end of the year wow okay and that's that's, that's a big one for me because i've been talking about writing forever and um what i end up doing this is so stupid but i i always put off writing anything this is so stupid i put off writing until november normally because november happens to be national novel writing month and i'm like oh well when november comes around i'll take the uh, nanorimo challenge uh national novel writing month nanorimo that's what it's called and you got 30 days to write i think like a 50 or 60 thousand word novel and it doesn't have to be good you're just supposed to smash out words and just make a thing right in a, in a month and i'm like i'll do that this year i'll do that this year so what happens I'll say that in January, that National Novel Writing Month, I'm going to write, I'm, I'm going to take play, I'm going to take part and write a novel. January comes along, February, March, April, May, June. I've completely forgotten the goal by then. We get to October. November's right. halfway through. You'll get, I'll get halfway through November. It happened this year, too. It was November, like, 16th or 17th? No. It was 18th or 19th, something like that. Because I saw someone tweet about it that they were on day like 18 or 19 or whatever, NaNoWriMo. And I'm like, oh my God, another year where I've gone two thirds of the month completely forgetting that this existed. And so what's going to yeah. happen is that, you know, January rolls around. I say, oh, I'll get it this year. And I've done that too many years. <laughs> so the uh, objective is that I will be uh, doing something with my writing like uh, a certain increment and I haven't gone down and sat down and decided if I want to do like a word length or a page length like every day to have written 
it can be something as like I have to have a page of material written every day, like as a bare minimum. I want to have a bare minimum. A page usually is like you can do like a page or like 500 words. I forget 500 words is the average double spaced length of one page. I don't remember now, but I don't know if I want to do a word minimum or a page minimum. And I want to write something every day, whether it's good or not. It doesn't matter. That amount yes. has to be written every single day. And if I get into the mood or whatever, I, I get going and make more, fantastic. But I want to make a minimum. I'm not set on what the minimum is yet. And in that sense, okay. by the end of the year, I will have either a novel written or something novel length. And by that, I just mean, you know, I, tens of thousands of words. It's a novel. So I think I, I, I like the kind of the, the openness of that. Even just novel length is such an accomplishment because you actually wrote, wrote that much. Like, right. Because a big part, and I want to actually want to get into this in our next segment, um, so we will in just a moment, because um, another one of my goals is about songwriting. And it's so important just to just to write, just to start, just start. It's, just, it's really just like the gym. Just yep. go. Yeah. Right? It's, it's really not that different. You'd, and it's so easy to, you know, writers, you, you understand this definitely. Like, it's, you're going to be your biggest critic. You know, you're already... You're already critiquing what you're... It's so easy. How about I put it this way? It's easy to critique what you're writing as it's coming through you instead of just writing and then looking back at it and then going, okay, let's fix this, right? And that stops you and you get in your own head. It's so easy to do it. So I think that's great. I, I definitely encourage that if you're able to... Um, I, but anyway, I do like that. Just keep it vague enough to where as long as I just write this much, it's novel length work. That, you yeah. know, that, that's a huge step. It just gets easier from there, I think. Like so. one page a day by the end of the year is like 365 pages. That's easily a novel, if not a novel Absolutely, and a half, depending yeah. on what you're writing. <laughs> and also and also very doable. Right. Like a page isn't that much. Not really. So, I mean, when you really think about it, especially if, if you can remember to not be your own worst critic and just write for a page. Yep. You know, because who knows? If you get in that habit, who knows what will start to form? Going forward, maybe you'll start to come up with some sort of narrative you're not even realizing you are. Or maybe you won't. Who knows? Maybe it'll just be a great exercise to lead to something great in 2024. Who knows? But um, either way, I, I encourage it. That's great. Thank Do you, you. have any, uh, any, other, any other smaller ones or anything? Not really, because a lot of them are just kind of like focusing in on my creative stuff. I've got like um, professionally uh, speaking, I think this coming year, but I don't want to say too much because this is public and I, yeah, I, I just it. don't know where it's going to be. But I, I'm finishing school. I'm graduating college with a bachelor's. I spent plenty of time getting that bachelor's degree, but I plan on probably professionally switching up what I'm doing, but I don't know what that's going to look like this year. Uh, so the scary thing is, is like... Uh, possibly making this the year that I branch out and maybe start a new career. But I don't know what that's going to look like because uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what it's going to look but like hey, yet. Listen, so that's, that's look, it's, it's not small, but it's there. Hey, it's bouncing around in your mind. That's what's important. You know that that eventually will come and that'll be a great, I think that's a great decision for you. And um, I think you've grown as much as you can in what you currently do. Um, so it's time to grow again, right? So that's exciting. Yeah. But... For now, because I do want to touch on uh, back to the writing, but that's more on the creative side. So let's take a quick break. Um, a little message um, from, well, it's from, from us. us. <laughs> from okay. us. It, it, it's from us. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you buy whatever we're trying to sell to you, which is just our programming. It's just, yep. <laughs> and uh, that's basically it. But we will be back in just a moment, and we're going to talk a little bit more about our goals and resolutions around 
our YouTube channels, our other creative endeavors, and even the podcast a little bit. Hmm. Ooh. We will BRB. Do they still say that? I uh, Sure, I do. Cool. <laughs> Profoundish is brought to you in part by my music. I'm a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. Most of my songs tell stories, some real, some not, but all of them speak to an experience that we all share, the human condition. Search my name, Alex Duquette, on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening. Profoundish is brought to you in part by hastilymadedecision.com. Get your poetry fix from my poetry blog, featuring haiku, senryu, freeform stuff, and more. Again, that's hastilymadedecision.com for your poetry fix. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to us talk for 60 seconds. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm really enjoying this conversation because it really, it gives me some insight into kind of the way that you think. And what's kind of important to you? <laughs> That's like every Honestly, one of these podcasts, though. <laughs> it, it it is, it is. But I don't know. There's something about this one. It just it's a little more special to me. But you're right. We have learned a lot. We were talking just off. This is kind of off script here, but we we're talking off uh, offline about. In some ways, we really do complement each other on this podcast and how it's how it's produced behind the scenes, and it's it really works out well. And it makes me wonder why seriously we took so long to to do this. I, I just don't get it. I think, you know, but as right far time, as right like, place. yeah, right time, right place. It really was. And we talked about how I traveled down to see you um, forever ago. Now it feels like, um, and that yeah. helped reconnect. I think our, or even before that, like when you came up here and we ran into each other there, kind of started the ball, ball rolling in that direction. But I don't know something about when we actually got to visit each other, we, we had just been kind of doing our own thing and seeing each other and talking about everything we'd been up to, I think just kind of really helped push this forward I think just from a creative place, you know, it's kind of interesting. Right place, right time. Just like you said, I think if we had started this any sooner, I don't know if we would have had as much to say. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's something yeah, about what we've maybe, gone yeah. through the last few years that has helped, I think, form this specific podcast. I think you're right. Um, the more I think about it, it really just was kind of the right the right moment. Um, we actually, what we're about to talk about is sort of... Um, something we had planned a while ago, a few years back before I moved to Tennessee, which was this kind of a giving. And we actually, I think we touched upon this one or two episodes ago. Maybe it was last episode. I can't remember. But uh, just talking about the tiny tuber tales and kind of our um, advice and other things and just our experiences being small YouTubers, you know? Yeah. And so this kind of falls in line with that a little bit. I did want to touch on this before I forget. So. One thing that I want to do creatively, um, this doesn't have to do with my YouTube channel per se, has to do more just with, with my creative stuff, but it is, um, I love songwriting. I love it so much. And one thing that I really want to do is get back into it. So I kind of quit songwriting in 2022. I was almost at 2021. 2022. I uh, just lost it. I, I was busy working on other things and it's kind of easy to, you know, lose track of that stuff yeah, so i want to sure. go back to writing again and i want to write and uh, at least my goal basically is to write one song per month so I have 12 songs written by the end of 2023 now okay yeah it's it for me that's certainly doable because i've written more than that in a year before um however i am a little busier than i used to be so i, I think that's a, a a good line for me to um to kind of cross it 
the issue, it kind of goes back to what we talked about. It, it is tough. Just I have to like dedicate time just to sit down and write. So, you know, I'm one of those people where I, I really view songwriting as, I mean, my, my feelings and my heart is in it. And sometimes it comes very easily, but, and there's inspiration. Other days there's not though, but I still like, I like and really enjoy the craft of writing, you know, like not, I, maybe I'm, I wake up one morning and I feel nothing. I have no inspiration. I just, eh, it's a, it's a, it's a Monday, but I still, I still want to write just to see what comes out and treat it almost kind of like a job. Now I'm not saying this is, it's cut and paste for everybody, but for me, that's been helpful in writing is I'm going to write, I'm going to do whatever comes out. I can revise later. I want to get this done. Right. And for me, it's worked. So I want to kind of get back in that mindset of just the, honing in on that songwriting craft, I guess. Yeah, how are you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, actually, for songwriting, and, and maybe this is clearer to you than it is to me. So, like, when I was talking about my writing goal of I could do, like, a page or some word count per day, and that will eventually add mm-hmm. up to a thing. When you're writing a song, like, I, in my head, it feels like it doesn't make sense to say uh, I'm going to write one verse per day until I have a song. Like that feels right. like so disconnected to the rest of the song. I feel like, uh, what's your approach to writing a song when you know it's going to take several days? Is that something that you can sit down daily and say, "I'm going to spend, I don't know, a certain amount of time working on it per day, like ten minutes songwriting per day, and then eventually well, a song will come together"? Or how do you do that? Really, for me, it's more about um, having a cohesive, um, kind of th- like cohesive story or a very narrowly focused idea, um, which usually ends up being the chorus, right, of course. And my goal really when I sit down to write a song, I'm, I may not complete the entire song that day, but what I want is I want to know what the song is trying to say. So when you're writing a song, this is at least my practice, everyone's might be, you know, your mileage may vary, but for me, there's a if there's a verse and a chorus, the chorus is the because. So the chorus is the listen to me, listen to me, here's the point of the song, here's the point of the song. And then the verses are, I'm trying to think, my dad actually said it best when he kind of inspired me to start writing songs. It was like, the verses say one thing, and then it goes, and then like in between the verse and the chorus, in my head I always go, I say this because, chorus. And for me, it's so simple, but it works. I say this because, and then the chorus. So for me, it's really knowing what the verses are at least going to say, and um, how they complement the because of the chorus. Okay. So, so that's kind of how it starts. And usually I can write a song, truly, when I'm really writing it, I can usually do it in just like two or three days. Some songs I've written have been completed in a day. It's just done. And then there's some small revisions. But I really do put a focus still, though, on actually doing the whole thing in that day, if possible. And usually it's a couple hours in the morning. Um, but because I've really been disciplined with just writing even if I know it sounds bad because it's just to get the idea out just right. get the idea out because I can come back the next day maybe with a little more inspiration and go okay I already had the idea done now I just need to make it sound pretty so for me that's kind of I guess how it how it goes I guess the, the groundwork uh, is trying to figure out what it is you want to say and then from there like you know if you if you can have a clear sense of where you're going. That's that because part, right? If you have a clear sense of where you're going, I'm saying yeah. this because this. If you have that figured out, I guess the rest of it starts to fall into place. Not necessarily easily, but that's... I get it. I think I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the idea, the hook, the chorus, 
the main point of the song is usually easy. The hard part is, at least for me, the verses, you know, the why, like, how am I going to support this claim that I'm making in this song? Um, because that's really where that, in my opinion, the the the, the deeper um, identity of the song really does actually come from the verses, right? Because a chorus is easy. You can have, a chorus can be one line, you know, it could just be, I love you over and over again. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay. But why do I love you? So this, the, the choruses or the verses are really where the bread and butter is. And that's usually where it takes the most time. But we can, um, I just want to kind of, I guess, share that. I thought you'd kind of understand, especially being a writer yourself, kind of in your, in a different way. But well, and I like um, that because so songwriting isn't all that unfamiliar to um, poetry writing. And I do a little bit of poetry on the side. Sure. Although my writing of it has fallen way by the wayside, which I'd like to pick that up again as well. Um, and I, I want to, because I have a poetry blog, I, we advertise it here on, on the podcast. And my, my updates to it are pretty infrequent. And I go back and forth whether or not I want to do uh, daily poems or if I actually want to do like a weekly thing where it's like a few poems in a weekly post. And I think that's kind of where I'm leaning towards on my poetry blog is moving towards perhaps a weekly thing. I'm not sold on this yet. I haven't decided because I want to be able to put out some kind of poem or something on a more regular basis because I, I do write poetry. But right now it's just kind of like when a, when a thought enters my head, just something that I think would sure. make for a good one. I just spill it out on uh, on paper or whatever. And they're usually short little senryu. They look like haiku and there's short little things like that. But I, I always try to focus on it like... For the most part, some of them are kind of goofy or simple, but for the most part, I try to focus it on around one central idea and then telling it in a way that um, when you when you think about it, hits harder than the words do by themselves. Like putting it. I love tiny poems, like little poems. I love trying to say more with very little. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So that's that's why I I love doing those. so much so i i want to get into doing those on a more frequent basis than i have been i was really good about it years ago and then you know one of those things that like other things come up and they kind of fell by the wayside so i haven't i haven't sold myself on as far as like the resolutions go i haven't sold myself on going back to maybe daily posts because i'm afraid i'm just going to um <laughs> stop doing it halfway through the year stop doing daily but yeah. maybe a, a weekly thing and that can include one poem, like one longer poem. That can include several smaller ones, that kind of thing. And posting those as a sort of weekly, regular posting. Well, sure. And and you mentioned, you know, right now you just kind of do it when you feel it, which is great. That's some some sometimes, I think for most people, the best things that you can make come from those moments, right? But if you get in that practice, it's just like exercising any other muscle. You know, I think you're going to continue honing in on that craft that you've already begun to hone in on. And it'll just who who knows what could come out of that. So, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's reasonable too. Like like a, like once a week, um, dedicate that time. It's really once again just dedicating the time. It, go, it always goes back to that. Just doing it. I'm really afraid um, that for all the things that I want to try to do and accomplish, where the heck is that time going to come from? I let's not talk about that because <laughs> <laughs> I know I totally know. Um, because I uh, transitioning to YouTube, which is a big a big uh, time consumer for both of us. Yes. I uh, One big thing that I did want to tell you, this is live. I mean, you and I have kind of off the, off the cuff here. You've kind of heard me mention this to you a little bit. Yeah. But this is kind of important to me. Um, and for anyone who may be listening who's fans of my current content might be curious about this too, which is uh, I want to create 
Okay, hold on. I want to. Here's here's what I wrote. <laughs> I want to conceptualize and create new original content, and then in 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 uh in big letters that excites me and is fun to make. So that sounds so um, vague yet I'm interested. Well, right. So I actually have already done the conceptualization. So I need to get rid of that part. But I do want to, I'm kind of, so my, my, the content that I make is very niche. Um, if you're just tuning in now, welcome. I, uh, I do, (laughs) I do medleys on YouTube. That's mainly what I do. There's other music things too, but that's a big part of my channel is I do, uh, I take a bunch of, Big songs and shrink them down and put like twenty of them into a little like bite size song. Um, it's it's a lot of fun to do. However, I've been doing it for a long time and I'm kind of starting to hit a wall um, with that because I've been doing it for so long and I'm I'm realizing that I'm kind of losing the spark that I had, the excitement that you can get when you create something. And I I feel like it's time to try something new and see and see what happens because. And plus, it's good to grow and evolve and change. Um, and the last time I did that was my Jam and Chat, which is a live stream. Uh, um, it's it's, it's a, an improv music show. But even that was a few years ago now. That's going on three years now, which is crazy to think about. And Wow, yeah. Actually, so, that is know, crazy. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, like oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, that, was, that was born at the beginning of the, or near the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm realizing there's it's time for a shift, and it and I don't know. I mean, I do know. I'm not going to give much into it yet. Um, <laughs> it's actually a pretty big departure from what I do, but I feel like it's necessary, kind of for really for my uh, for that spark to still be there. I need to express my creative YouTuber muscles that aren't music. In a new way. I, I need to. I'm not saying I'm going to quit medleys or anything right now. I, that's not what I'm saying. But I. But anyway, the, the, the big part of that, though, was that it's exciting and it's like it, it excites me and it's fun to make. That is really important to me. It goes back to lessons learned uh, many moons ago. Um, you know, make sure you enjoy what you make. That's such a huge. If I were to give any advice, it's make sure you like it. Yeah. Make sure you like it because I don't care if. A lot of people are watching you do it. You're going to get burnt out, and it's going to make you sad. Just You got to trust me. At least you got to find some sort of enjoyment out of it. And um, if you and start then, doing something that you enjoy, and you start losing that joy because you're doing it like ad nauseum too much, then it's time to uh, adapt, you know, change your content. You know, if you're yeah. doing one thing that you love forever, and it start, you're starting to lose its luster, which I think is kind of what, you know, you're talking about happening to you, don't be afraid to, you know, shift gears. Yeah, don't be afraid to exactly. Like it's so easy to kind of get stuck in this box. Uh and honestly for like for my own creative like sanity, I I I think I need to kind of break out of this box a little bit. At least just to see what else is out there. Who knows? I might try this new kind of content out and if I don't and if it doesn't work, and by don't work, I I don't mean people don't watch it. What I really mean is it, it's not really as fulfilling as I thought it would be. Then I'll go I, then then I'll shift gears again, right? Um, a little subcategory of this I do want to share, um, it because it could probably be be part of this new content would be um, create new low effort original content that lends itself to shorts, TikToks, and reels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little more specific, but um, I could probably take what I'm going to do and kind of shorten it up and, and do that. 
Um, but I mentioned low effort, not in like a negative way, but much more in like a time way. You know, there's only so much time in the day. As in what Alex I do is a perfectionist. A and if you let him, he will spend yeah. an ungodly amount of time on a one minute video that he really doesn't need to be spending that much time on. <laughs> oh, you guys have no idea. The, these Listen, if you're a medley lover, I appreciate it. Th- th- those three minute medleys take 60 hours. So... No joke. Uh, um, no joke. Yeah, and if a, he needed to make a one-minute video from scratch with his perfectionism, he'd still <laughs> spend that 60 hours, but on one minute instead of three. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. But uh, but I am proud of what I put out. I will say that. It, it, I, I do feel like my time in, input shows, but God, it, it, it is a long time. But anyway, I do want to put another um, um, or put more effort into shorts and reels and TikToks just... Um, for obviously just exposure reasons, yeah, um, you know a lot about that. I've been I telling mean, you to get your on the channel has grown quite a bit. Yeah, I've been telling you to get on, in on the shorts and TikTok game ever since I had that one TikTok blow up r- r- way early yeah. on. I'm like, dude, you got to do this, <laughs> right? And and it's funny because like with our content, it, it, it your content much easily lends itself to that. I know it sounds silly, but like, I mean, my content can. It's just it's music, but. <sighs> It's I don't know. It, I really need to do some other things. Like they actually, that there has been success on my TikTok with my medleys. Yeah. But the problem is that, um, you know, it, the it seems like it's almost endless the amount of exposure you can get with some of these shorts and and TikToks and reels and stuff. And the issue is that I'm only taking what I make, which is only once a month because it takes so much time. So if I can find another kind of content that I can more consistently put out to kind of continue to expand my reach to new people, I just think that's going to be a a huge game changer for me. Um, I don't always have to play, not that it's wrong, but I don't always have to play the slow game. So anyway, I, that's kind of all in the same I think goal, you have but- a treasure trove of content maybe uh, with if you keep doing like, this song, but in this other song style, what you did with the Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob mashups. Yeah, those did do really well, actually. I think you've got a treasure trove of stuff um, there where you're like, well, what if I do, uh, uh, what's another f- f- popular cartoon show or another show or whatever? Jimmy Neutron. You do like, I want to do Jimmy Neutron's theme song, but in the stylings of uh, Angry Beavers. Right. I have no idea why well, that's the first cartoon my brain could come up with. I have nothing. Well, I'm writing that down <laughs> as we speak because that sounds hilarious. So, like, you um, know, random, but, random stuff like that, you know? Well, and there is a pretty big content gap there, too. So, yeah, I've thought about that as well, and it's kind of similar in line with my current content. But that really goes back to me really wanting to stretch my my brain creative muscles in kind of a different direction. Um, so we'll see. But I, but I did want to uh, mention that because that's a pretty big one for me. So what about you? Enough about me. What about you? I'm uh, so like as far as YouTube goes, I am on a journey and will have been uh, going through this journey all of December actually, where I want to bring back and stick with it consistent Let's Play episodes daily, like I used to. Um, I used oh, to, man. yeah, I know. I used to upload daily Let's Play videos like super consistently at one point in time i was shooting for two episodes which i just never got to it just never happened per day i want to get back to once a day for the entire year let's play episodes now some of these w- will include clips compilations from streams but ever since i started streaming i just lost a lot of time available to actually make videos to make episodes to make series and i want to bring back the series 
in general. That's what I'm doing this year is actually bringing myself yeah. back to my roots a little bit to actually have a consistent schedule of videos to watch. And they're not all going to be great. I know this going into it. I'm telling myself right now that oh this isn't. God. Yeah. <laughs> they're not all going to be great. And that, that's the spirit. What I mean is like some. This is the thing. I, I, and I can explain this, but there's a reason I want to do this anyway. There are some kinds of content that I know won't perform. That's what I mean by great. I, I'm going to be the same level of let's play as possible. But um, some games bring in more attention than others, and some games don't perform. And I understand that, but I'm still going to do this because I think it's important to have that stuff available for games that I'm either enjoying playing or I think deserve attention or whatever the case might be. Actually, all through December, I've been playing and God love me, I wanted to finish this game by the end of December, but it's way longer than I thought it was. This point-and-click adventure game called Watch Over Christmas that like almost no one's heard about and is like stupid well-made. And I've been thinking, I really, really, because of my Inca Games connections, uh, which is a point-and-click adventure games website, um, or not really website anymore, but studio developer, they make point-and-click adventure games for mobile games now. And um, I have a connection with that. I have a connection with these Carmel Games things. I've played Flash games before. There's something about point-and-click adventures on my channel that have become a staple. Not exclusively. There's other stuff I yeah. do, too. I want to bring those back in a big way in Let's Play series throughout all of next year. So starting with um, Watch Over Christmas all through December, which is a point-and-click adventure game, I'm going to be playing a ton of those as videos and as well as streams moving forward. But the big move is making sure that I have a video every single day for the entire year. And that's going to be a big one. That's going to be very huge for me. I haven't done every day for a year in a very long time now. That's the big move there. Yeah. On top of that, I want to maintain a consistent streaming schedule. This semester with me going back to school has completely thrown awry my streaming schedule it's been inconsistent it's been everywhere but i, I can only do so much because i'm literally working sure. full-time going to school trying to do youtube and just trying to live my life so there's just a lot of stuff going on there that threw my streaming off so moving into the new year so i won't be doing that assuming whatever career i find myself in in the next year doesn't also throw me wildly off course i want to have a consistent streaming schedule and a consistent daily upload schedule for let's play videos this is a big move for me. Yeah, that it sounds like it, but oh, icing I mean, to the you cake! Sound very confident in it. Icing to the cake. Um, you mentioned shorts, also shorts daily. Okay, <laughs> so well. daily shorts, <laughs> daily let's plays, and then a consistent streaming schedule. It might not be daily on the streaming, but consistent, whatever it is. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, it's huge. That that does sound like a lot, <laughs> um, but I trust that you're really talking to yourself about this, and if you think you can do it, like. Then I think you can too, and I really, I really do like um, you going back to your roots with the let's plays. That excites me personally as well because I've that's I've always been a big fan of like watching your series and stuff, um, and I miss those. So that'll be really cool. That that's exciting, and uh, wow, that's a lot though. I don't know what else to say. I mean, to me, that just sounds crazy. It's a lot. I'll be honest. That just that's a lot, and it gets crazier starting next year. This is all a part of my plan to like, you know, you mentioned you have like a five-year plan to become like your own boss. I kind of have a five-year plan 
for my channel and making it serious, right? I'm tired of being compared to much bigger channels and then yet being where I'm at. So so it's like, okay, yeah. great. I'm just as good, quote unquote, as these big uh, YouTubers that, uh, not like multi-million YouTubers, don't get me wrong, but I, I get compared to by some YouTubers and they're significantly larger than me with significantly fewer uploads and significantly haven't been around for nearly as long. And it's like, what are they doing that I am not? Good God. So like a part of my like right. five year journey and like actually making this channel successful in a much larger way than it is now, basically. So that's my goal this yeah. year is just to get that content out and create consistency. Yeah. Okay. Um, I support that. That's great. I uh, I'm looking forward to consuming it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. That, see, I I I know what you make is different, and how we work is is different too. To me, that just sounds impossible because I've actually been good with scheduling, but my schedule is also uh, one video a month. So, wow. I mean, luckily well, for, for me, you, mine's great. gaming content, very different from your music content. You're making stuff from scratch. I'm kind of piggybacking off of a game that already exists. So right. I, I, I have the ability, if I really put you know put myself down to do it, I have the ability to do that at a much more rapid pace. But it is a challenge. It's not, it's not sure, easy yeah. to maintain all those things at the same time. Right. Um, what about... Do you have anything in particular for uh for the podcast? The podcast. Uh I I am loving this endeavor that we have set ourselves to and I want to see it go places. Mm -hmm. And um behind the curtain as Alex would say, we shoot these things in advance. So I'm not exactly sure like what subscriber count we're at or what follower count or whatever on Spotify. Is it it's called followers on Spotify, whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm not exactly yeah. sure what the exact numbers are for that kind of thing by the exact end of the year where we're at on this podcast. But regardless, I want to see this podcast grow in some way. So I don't know what it will take exactly to get that attention, but I'm really behind the idea of uh, creating a lot more shorts and TikToks because I'm kind of behind that um, scene, behind the scenes. I'm, I, I make all the, all the shorts and clips and stuff that you see on TikTok and YouTube around this podcast. I want to get that put out in a big way where they come out either daily or every other day. So we can get more clips out and in front of more eyeballs so that people can get a little taste, mm -hmm. a little snidbit of this podcast and kind of bring themselves on over. So I'm focusing myself, besides what we already do, what I'm focusing myself on is getting that content out in a much bigger way, scheduled, prepared, and ready to roll on top of my my other stuff that I'm doing. Sure. Well, that, that kind of um, one of my points for the podcast that's um, on my list here is... It's more vague, but actually it's kind of similar in line, which is I want to see a lot of mine are very vague. That's okay. Um, but it's it, it's to see um, increased, like by the end of the year, I want to see like a lot of more, a lot more um, increased engagement, um, which social media presence um, would play a big role in that. That's where a lot of our engagement would go, especially with these shorts and stuff, yeah. since that's going to reach out to a lot of people. That's a big thing that I would love to love to see. Just just more and literally more engagement. You know, we do ask questions. We recommend our we recommend. We encourage you um to to answer those questions. They're on they're on Spotify and feel free to kind of just let us know what you're thinking of everything too. Um that does go 
a long way. Another vague one that I do have, um, and it's actually kind of funny because we had a conversation about this. Um, but and so you're probably gonna think this is funny. Yeah. I think it would be important just to set a good habit to never miss a week for our entire first year. Yes, I. Now we're 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 doing. Go ahead. Oh no, I, you you can you can finish. I was just gonna say that consistency itself is of course important, but really for me, it's much more of a focus on this kind of getting into this keeping the habit because obviously the consistency of it does do great on the technical side too, like al- algorithmically speaking and um, reaching out to new people and everything, of course, too, and just always keeping your presence there on, on a consistent basis. But it's for me, it's more on the habitual side of that. But I think you know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I do. I, and I Don't completely miss a week. agree. I, we talked about this before behind the curtain where I, I would love to, because I've fallen off the horse so many times with my own stuff, my own podcast, my own YouTube channel, just, my, my poetry blog, all that stuff. I've fallen off the horse a number of times. This podcast, because it involves more than just me, since we're both working together, I would love for us to never miss a week in uh, in terms of the podcast. We had one hiccup where I had to re-upload <laughs> a YouTube video um, a couple weeks ago. A few weeks ago? I don't know. I don't remember which week this came out in. But it was a while ago now as was, recording of this. But. Yeah, I had to accidentally re-upload. It was a whole editing mistake. But technically, it still came out on that day. We haven't missed a single week, yep. and I would love to maintain that in terms of just our own like accountability and for myself, just my own accountability for that kind of thing. Yeah. And us working together helps. Um, like it really helps knowing that the other, like having that once again, accountability just goes back to that, knowing that you're waiting on me to do this thing, like a little bit, like that tiny little bit of pressure. This isn't like a high pressure sort of thing that we do. We enjoy this, but having that little bit, really helps i think keep keep it consistent and that'll pay in dividends in the end i think i so. really think so yeah not only for uh keeping good habits but also because of how important consistency is uh we just... the another thing i want to say oh go ahead oh, sorry go ahead <laughs> no please it's okay this is a note i have so no, I, can, I can remember i was it. going to say um we just finished our christmas special that's out there in the world i think next year i assume we'll have a christmas special uh for profoundish and I imagine, what do we want to shoot for? How many specials should we have? Should we shoot for another special as a milestone, as a goal, as a resolution? I think that's fair. Yeah, because uh, I like that. Uh, I, I figure if we can shoot for the Christmas special and then one other special, we will have double the number of specials we did in the new year. I think that's a cool resolution. And then, um, yeah, could- the other thing. I'm just trying to think of like things that we can do to go big on this uh, uh, on this uh, podcast. Do you think there's a future where we have a guest on? I do. I do think that. Yes. Because <laughs> that might I'm not going to say much else. That might be one no. of our resolutions or challenges for. Uh, we don't have to say who, but uh, you know, moving forward in the new year with this podcast, um, instead of one special, we'll have two maybe more if we're feeling crazy, but like shoot for two, shoot for at least one yeah. guest this year. And that, then that'll help keep it, keep it fresh too. Yeah. And then create more content. Like I was uh, going to focus on shorts and clips and stuff, but like, I think those are big for us. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. It is storming horrible. Is outside. it? You told me that you were like, uh, there's a storm, a, a brewing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you mind if I go look? I think I heard something fall. Oh, God. Go ahead. Take a look. So sorry, everybody. Uh, We had a weird little mishap there. It's it's storming really bad where I'm located, and I lost power. Yeah, Alex literally (laughs) lost power, and we had to get the podcast up, uh, up and recording again. So we're yeah. going to wrap it up because he's got like tornadoes and things heading his way. Yeah. So I, I, I want to I wanna be safe. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny I say that, but I'm about to do a jam and chat. You, you are, <laughs> but there's a solid chance that you're going to lose power there, too. So we still need to wrap up the podcast. I know. No, you're right. You're totally right. So, so we are going to wrap it up here. Um, one th- last thing I do want to touch on really fast is it's another vague one, but I'm curious what you're going to think. Um by the end of year one, so this would be September of 2023, um, I want to have kind of a very like distinct idea and like a better focus on what the profoundish brand image and shtick kind of is. Like, uh, I want to, you and I both kind of have a like an unspoken understanding of really what profoundish is to us. And I think by a year of doing the show, we'll have a better kind of idea because we're still learning we're still growing yeah as a as a creative duo does that kind of make sense i think it absolutely makes sense i kind of want to see by the end of the first year of us doing this we have a better sense of what our brand is and that might even mean a slight rebrand it might mean a different logo it might mean a different style for like our graphics um but in terms of like what we do i think we've kind of got a footing down for this sort of um a format that we're going for the uh, mm-hmm. we might still tweak it for sure but i think in terms of what we are who we are what our like motto is what our brand is what what our objective is what our goals are i think by the first year of us doing this kind of off the cuff we literally didn't have a name to this podcast episode one or episode zero whatever <laughs> right. literally didn't so we are doing this as we go i think by the end of the year i think we should have um an identity and i think that's gonna be really fun yeah, I, I I think so. But I just wanted to kind of touch on touch on that. But um, we can always talk more about this later. But right now, Weston, I probably better get going before I uh, I get sucked up. Yep, I think I think you I think we should get going and say <laughs> goodbye to everybody. Um, if we could come up with if there were if there was one challenge we could issue each other for uh. the, to, what to have done by the end of 2023, it can be kind of personal, but it can be creative oriented. We have to give each other one challenge. What would it be? Okay. I actually do have one. Okay. I, was, I, was, I would encourage you um, to maybe, even if it's just once or twice, explore. I know you're going to be busy <laughs> with uh-huh. your daily that's okay. No, that's daily okay. We're stuff, all busy. But, but um, maybe explore a different avenue of content. Maybe within your means, but maybe in a different way. But maybe think of something kind of new and original to your channel that you haven't done before. Even if it's a one-off, it might be nice to kind of work your brain in a different way um, uh, than you usually To do. my YouTube channel or just in creative stuff in general? Specifically to your YouTube channel. Okay. That, that, that's, my, uh, that's my thing for you. Okay. I, I, I just wanted to clarify that because I'm writing it down. Explore a different avenue of content in my YouTube channel. Awesome. Even if it's just to try, yeah. Okay, okay. Explore is pretty easy to do, but I'll think about that and see what that means. For you, yeah. 
my challenge to you, I really, <laughs> I really wanted my challenge to you to be write a whole nother album by the end of the year, a second album. Oh my God. But I know you'll be busy and I know an album takes a lot of work <laughs> and you're, you, you're already just trying to get one song done a month, let alone a whole album. So, well, my, okay. But hey, listen, who knows? Maybe I can. Maybe you can. And by all means, go for it. But my challenge to you, especially with you trying to figure out what your new content and your passionate projects are going to be on your channel, my challenge to you is a whole like effort put into full out legitimate music video to one of your songs that either came out on your extended play, your EP Common Ground, mm -hmm. or to your album. I don't know okay. which one you want to go with. I don't want to like specify like which song specifically, but a whole it's a whole butt like music video kind of like what we did with uh Fields of Blue many many oh my years ago. Gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> we did a music video for one of your songs, Fields of Blue, and I want to see that, but now with everything that you've learned as a creator up to this point, everything you've learned, everything you know how to do by the end of the year. That's great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um that's I'm putting that down. I'm writing it down right now. Make Fields of Blue 2. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you have to write yeah, that. Fields of Blue 2 first. No. It has to be from your EP <laughs> or your album. A whole music okay. video. Okay. I like that. I like that. Who knows? Maybe you can uh, come back and direct again. I probably shouldn't do that. I don't recommend that. <laughs> Find someone better. <laughs> well, either way, um, that's a good one. I, I have that down, and I, I, will, I will see to that challenge. And with but, that, with these challenges yeah. issued, we've talked plenty long about our resolutions, and you've got a storm coming. I think we should get out of here. Let's do it. I don't want to get sucked up. So, everybody, um, you can follow us at the two, uh, the two piece pod. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, well I do done. two podcasts. Well done. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, follow us at the two piece podcast. Uh, Is it two piece pod or two piece podcast? It's two piece pod. Follow us uh, at the two piece pod. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I did that on on our podcast once too. I, I said, make sure you follow us at Profoundish or Profoundish Pod. It was it was so bad. I'm sure Stephanie um, was livid. I I'll be I'll be a good sport about it. Yeah, follow us at, follow us at <laughs> the two piece pod on Twitter. I don't know if you have an uh, yeah you have an Instagram and yeah, Instagram, Instagram TikTok but maybe follow the two piece pod. <laughs> more importantly, right now though, follow us at Profoundish Pod. Um, in all those places, and on YouTube. We upload these to yes. YouTube if, if that's more your thing. Um, make sure you like it, you, you subscribe, you hit the bell, you do all the things. And then also on Spotify, I want to give a shout-out because a lot of our audience does listen on Spotify, a big bulk of you does. Um, make sure you leave that uh, review that goes a long way and engage with us. And uh, we have questions up there. Join in on our conversations. Please do all of the things. For everything else, for me, follow me at westonhasty.com. I have links to all of my things and my socials there. Alex. And for me, it's alexduquette.net. I got all my socials and musics and videos and things there. All right. With that, thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Uh, bye. See you. Bye-bye. Don't, don't <laughs> get hit by a tornado. Bye. See ya. Bye.